What's up, everybody? Welcome to the start of season two. It's so good to have you here. If you have been with me from the beginning, from episode one, I just want to say thank you so much for your support. It really means the world to me. Now, if you're new to the show, we want to say welcome to the family. It's good to have you here. This season, we have some amazing guests lined up, and I really hope that you enjoy hearing from them. Today, I'm going to be speaking to my favorite person in the world. He's my boo for life, my bestie for the restie, and the list goes on. I'm sure you have figured it out, but in case you haven't, I'm going to be chatting with my husband, Andre, today. We're going to be talking about lessons that we've learned riding our bikes, and he has a totally different perspective than I do, so I'm sure that you'll enjoy hearing from him about that. But before we get into that conversation, you know how much we love our snacks on this show. And this season, I thought I would do something a little different. So I'm going to be featuring snacks from some of you. And if you have a good one to share, be sure to send me a message on Instagram and I'll send you some details on how to submit that. Today, I'm going to be featuring a snack from my good friend, Rob Green. It's a dessert fruit pizza and guys, it looks amazing. He loves to make these this time of year using seasonal fruit and you'll find the recipe and picture on our Instagram page. So thanks so much, Rob, for sending this to us. We really appreciate it. Now let's get into our topic for today, conquering the climb. Could you guys please help me welcome my other half, Mr. Powell. Woohoo. Hey, babe. Hi. Hey, lovey. (laughs) Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was, you know, I was telling everybody, told everybody in the intro that you're my absolute favorite person. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I know, right? That's good. It shouldn't be anybody else, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, I figured it was about time that everybody got to hear from you and get to know you a bit better, if that's all right. All right. That's all right. Yeah. So, so- maybe you. Huh? It's a little bit out of my comfort zone, but yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, guys. He like would just prefer to stay behind the scenes, and like that's <laughs> doesn't necessarily want to be out in the front. But every once in a while, like it's it's nice to get you out here. So maybe you can tell everybody um, a little bit about yourself, like your background and where you're from, and all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm originally from. Jamaica. I was born in uh, Manchester, uh, Mandeville, and I migrated to Canada in 1996. I was uh, 12 years old when I came here. Um, you know, I back home in Jamaica. I had uh, we had a missionary that came through our area and uh, basically gave us a basketball because prior to that time it was usually soccer or cricket. Everyone in the community would play one of those two sports, but basketball came in. Um, a little bit later and you know I started playing basketball pretty pretty hard every day you know (laughs) we had we had a makeshift basketball net set up on a telephone post and you know all the kids in the neighborhood we had no shoes on we just played played barefoot (laughs) and it was it was fun and uh, when I migrated here to Canada when I was 12 I um, I started playing basketball I played a lot actually and um uh, when I came, when he came for me to go to high school, um, you know, same thing. I played, you know, morning. I played at lunch. Mm-hmm. I played, played after after school, and then I I came home, and then I went back out again. And I played some more, but um, yeah, I, 
you know, interesting uh, fact was that, you know, when I was playing basketball um, one day, I had a bunch of friends uh, I used to play ball with. And uh, there was this one, one friend I had, he always, always wearing basketball jerseys to school. And it was always, <laughs> I was late for class and yeah. always, he'd come in half an hour late consistently every day. <laughs> and uh anyways we're in the gym one day shooting around mm. and uh um he uh invited me out to church and uh you know i don't know why i said yes but i you know i said yeah for sure i'll I'll come out and check out your church and uh i told my brother and i'm like you know there's one of my friends invite me out to church you know you you're more than welcome to come and he's like yeah sure i will we'll, we'll, i'll come out and, uh, you know, I had a idea in my head what I wanted this church to look like before I got there. And I remember saying, you know, it has to be something that looked like, you know, straight out of Jamaica. Like I want the building to look like the same type of building mm-hmm. that we use for church back home. And sure enough, when I got there, I seen this nice little white church and I'm like, wow, you know, you know, God answered my prayers, you know, and, um, you know, that that guy that invited me out to church was of course your brother Andrew yes <laughs> and uh yeah I've been going to church ever since I, I love it you know and I wouldn't change a thing <laughs> yes I mean it, it's just amazing how God brings things together um mm-hmm. and like I just think of Andrew like probably just nonchalant like oh hey this guy plays basketball like let's let me just play basketball with him and then how that all worked out so mm-hmm. like but I was also thinking um just even like the story you're telling about, like, you know, the missionary about how he brought a basketball, not really thinking anything big about that. And I wish we yeah, knew who yeah. that missionary was because like, <laughs> just so that he would know the impact that he made. Right. Not right, just right. for you, but now the rest of the story is that like the rest of his family also came into the church through Andre and through his brother. And so just to see like how far that impact went when, this missionary was just like, oh, like, here's, you know, let me just bring a basketball to this community and just bless these <laughs> yep. kids. And yep. just to see how God used that. But funny thing, though, about my brother, listen, my brother was, like Andre said, always late. And all of us went <laughs> to the same high school. And yep. I would be just walking by his class. I would look in and see that my brother is honestly like turn the opposite way of where everybody yep. else is facing everybody else is facing <laughs> everybody else is facing the blackboard and andrew is facing the opposite direction and he always mm-hmm. had his backpack on i'm like when are you getting your work done like what is going on here <laughs> like so so crazy right <laughs> yeah that was that was andrew but i, I want to tell you something like god really use him uh he was very instrumental in us um you know staying at the church when we when we started coming you know andrew would uh, you know, I knew I knew it was God that was working on his heart because he would pick us up every Sunday for church for one year straight. Because I didn't have my license at that time. Right. So he would pick me up for church and he would be there faithful every Sunday morning. He would call my house, wake me and my brother up, would go back to sleep because we didn't want to go to church and he would right. show up, show up at our driveway, come and knock on our door. We would get ready and we would let him wait out there. And I would go to church late, like for a year straight. And and I think only once did he did he um did he drive away because we were taking extra <laughs> long that day. And uh, I went to when I went to church because I think what I did was uh, I think I took my my parents' vehicle and I went to church mm-hmm. and he he just smiled at me and I smiled back. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I was pushing. Yeah. it. I was, I was really late that time. 
but, really but he was, he was it. <laughs> yeah oh yeah he was faithful for a whole year and i i knew it was god because i knew i knew andrew and i'm like man yeah. there is no way that he would <laughs> this is in his character to do this so <laughs> right and, and then and then to be on time to pick you guys up so when it mattered i guess he came through so we, oh, we yeah. can give him we can give him props for that I, well i definitely I, give him his props go ahead Nelly. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I told I think our listeners I I've told them a little bit about uh a little bit about like how we met and and all that good stuff, but I'm not sure if I mentioned this part to them. And so, me and Andre, we always lived in the same neighborhood, but we didn't know each other until later. So until like, you know, late teens, early 20s, that's we didn't meet until later on. But we mm-hmm. always lived in the same side of St. Catharines, like usually in the north <laughs> in the north end. We yep. went to the same elementary school, the same yep. high school, not at the yep. same time, yep. but we were always around each other and didn't know. And another thing that I thought, or I still think is amazing, is my mom has uh, a brother, an older brother, who she didn't grow up living with, and he lived on the other side uh, of, of Jamaica, and that was Andre's neighbor. Like, <laughs> like, what are the chances of that? Absolutely <laughs> insane. And, and then your uncle, uh, your, yep. your your mom's brother, came yep. to my dad's church, and Grimsy was yep. coming for quite a while. And you guys had never come with him. We didn't nope. even know. We didn't even know who you were at that time. And then yep. he stopped coming. I don't know if he went back to Jamaica. At he went time. back to Jamaica. Okay. That's right. Yeah. And then Andrew invites you and Ricky to come out to church, and then we yep. find out that that was your uncle. <laughs> so. It is just it still boggles my mind all these years later, like, like how that all came together. Right? Like I'm just still mm-hmm. absolutely blown away. And then just one more story. I actually met Andre's parents. Uh, I don't know if we introduced ourselves, but I just happened to see them. I was walking down the street. I was heading to some event. Like we had this Catholic church that was near our where we lived, and they always had fireworks. I still don't know what all those firework shows were for, but they always had these fireworks shows. So. <laughs> I just happened to see his parents and we're in our community. There wasn't a lot of black people. Now it's changed. But at that time, there wasn't a lot of black people. So I just happened to see this black couple and I'm like, oh, wow. Funny seeing other black people here. And they started laughing. And then we probably said a couple other things and kept it moving. And I did not know that that those people are going to be my future (laughs) in-laws. Crazy. So (laughs) crazy, right? Well, we wanted to talk to you all a bit about, um, I know I've been talking lately about our bike rides. And so I just wanted to bring you on to just share your perspective is a bit different than mine. Like mine is from the perspective of like a new rider. And it's like something that's just been totally out of my comfort zone. And then mm-hmm. I actually told them that you're pretty much like the model for fitness, <laughs> health and fitness. Uh-huh. And Mr. Tour de France, like you guys should see him on his bike. Like, you know, those professional riders that are like over, <laughs> over their handlebars. Like, and I'm back there like struggling. Like, <laughs> you're doing like, fine. <laughs> so I'm just like struggling behind him. Like, yes, babe, go. You do your thing. Go ahead and then come back and get me. well we've been now um riding our bikes uh together like andre has been riding his bike for i don't know i don't know how many years you've been riding your bike for but a lot longer than me (laughs) but we together as a family and with zion we've been riding for we're just going into our sixth week and i just have some awesome things to share with you guys because 
as you guys know, I started out as explaining, like going up that crazy big hill and Andre can testify that I was literally dying. Not literally, but it felt that way. <laughs> looked that way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? You're just going to throw me out there like that? Yeah, hey, I looked that way hey, too. <laughs> you made it. You made it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think when you got to the top, you look like you're gonna you're, you're, you're gonna make it, and when you got to right. the top, you were so happy, like like you're like you're like Jacob, you know the the, the life came back to you, you know, like just. <laughs> yes, it, it was. It's always so funny. It's like I make it to the top of the hill. This is bit we've been up many hills now, but I get yeah. to the top and I literally could I barely just trying to hold myself. I'm just trying to hold myself together, and I'm just like, yes, babe, give me a high five. I'm like, dude, I can't even lift my hand right now. Like, my <laughs> hand cannot lift up to give you a high five. I appreciate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate the encouragement. Well, okay, so we've been on our family. We've had our family vacation, which just ended, sadly, um, Sunday. But we, Andre had two weeks off of work. So we, of course, we weren't able to go overseas because all of the travel ban right now and all of that, which is pretty sad because we love to travel. But we said, hey, you know, like, let's enjoy Ontario and let's just, you know, do some things locally. So we have some friends that live in Innisfil, which is what, like two hours, babe, from us. What, two, two hours. hours? Yeah. Yes. And it's a beautiful area. If you're if you live around this area, Toronto area or just even Ontario, you need to check out Innisfil. It is so beautiful out there. So we decided we we're going to go spend a few days with them. And our friends are big into adventure. They're, you know, they kayak, they bike, they go hiking. And they've been doing this kind of stuff for years and so many other things. Well, I knew that, you know, we we're going to be biking together. So these last few weeks prior to going, I said, okay, I need to practice because I didn't want to look like a fool. So I'm like, <laughs> let, let me just practice. As I told you, Andre is, you know, a professional rider and I'm like look I, I don't want to be way in the back or everybody's gonna have to wait for me so I decided I'm gonna just just buckle down and just go hard and when we get there then I'll be prepared so we get there and remember like the first day I think we rode to the one of the beaches or they were just taking us around yeah, yeah the little beach yeah and it was all flat roads and I'm looking at Andre like, man, I I got this. Like, this ain't a thing, right? Like, I was so proud of myself. I'm like, maybe I overprepared for this. And then remember on the last day, because we were yep. saying, can we go for like, you know, a, a bigger <laughs> ride? <laughs> so, so on the last day, uh, our friend Brian decided to take us for the bigger ride. And when I saw the hills, I was like, oh Lord. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> and then I remembered what Andre all the training that Andre's trying to been give trying to give me. I I can't say I've always listened to everything he said because I I was just listening more to how I felt in the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> you gave me some really good advice that now is paying off. I should have listened earlier. But something that you said to me was when you're going downhill and you kind of see like that you're gonna be coming up to a hill where you have to go uphill. Work hard when you're when it's easy because right. that's gonna help you to coast on your way up. So maybe right. you could just like elaborate elaborate a bit more on that, like why that works. Because I I feel like it's not just for biking. I feel like it's just for life in general. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. I I know. Um, you know, from from past it, for me, it was experience. You know, I I realized that. You know, if I if I hot dog it, you know, if I if I go nonchalant, you know, when when the hills come in. 
and I'm going to have to work hard all the way. If, if I ever get to the top, I might lose complete momentum and have to stop. Um, but I realized that, you know, if I'm, if I'm, uh, you know, see the hill ahead coming up ahead mm-hmm. and I gather up as much momentum as I can. And I hit that hill hard at the beginning, that momentum will most likely will bring me all the way up the hill. And I just continue that momentum and I'm slowly losing, losing speed at times. I'm slowly losing momentum, but by time I, you know, I, 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 I lose most of it. I'm already at the top. So yeah, you know, just, yeah. it, it's not, it's not a problem. So, you know, like I was saying to you, you know, you, you like to, to coast and rest yeah. <laughs> and then you forget that there's a hill coming up ahead of you. And I'm like, well, you know, you can rest on the top of the hill. Right. It's not, it's not really the greatest idea to rest at the bottom when there's another hill coming up because then you have to work twice as hard because you're going to lose all the momentum yes. coming, down off, coming down off that big hill. So, you know, I mean, I mean, that's everything, you know, like you said, that's, that's life, you know, you got to work yeah. hard. You got to work hard for, for, for whatever you, whatever you have, you know, and, and, and the harder you work, the, the more success you're going to see, you know, if you, yes. you admire any preacher, any evangelist, you know, I was, I was listening to some evangelists this morning on, and, uh, you know, I was just like, man, these guys always have a, a good word. Victor Jackson always has a good word. Yes. And I'm like, I bet you any money, you know, uh, that guy's praying, he's fasting, he's seeking the face of God. He's lingering in the presence of God. It's no, it's no accident. It's no coincidence. You know, it's hard work. It's, it's, right. it's getting up. It's getting up when everybody else is hugging their pillow. You know, it's, it's, it's praying when everybody else is going out for lunch. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it, it's hard work, you know, and, and it's the same thing. It, it, the principle is the same when you're riding your bike, you know, you got to put in the work, you got to put in the work, uh, you know, before you get that, get to that hill, you got to put in the work before you get into trouble. Cause when you get yes. into trouble, it's, it, it, there's a good chance that it's already too late. You know, you should have been preparing from right. before. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it it's so true. Like because, like I said, I wish I had listened earlier. But you know, I mean, I was just sometimes you were, like when you're in that situation, like in, you know that somebody else has more experience. But then in your mind, you're really thinking, oh, okay, but maybe they ha- it wasn't as hard for them as it is for me. So you mm-hmm. just try to do your own thing. But I, I didn't learn. I don't think I learned this lesson until I put those things into practice. So. What I mean is before when I was going downhill, maybe we just came off another hill or a really hard area. And so I'm just like, yes, now I'm going downhill. I'm just going to chill. And then now I'd be at the bottom and now I have to go back up. And there were so many hills when I started out that I, and guys, it's only been six weeks. It feels like I've lived a whole life in six weeks, but <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's been six months. Like the amount of progress that I've made in such a short amount of time. And I'm, I'm really proud of that. But as I'd be going uphill and the amount of times I have to get off my bike and walk the rest of the way up. Cause I just, I just couldn't do it or my bike would just stop. And then when I put into practice, what you said, like if you work hard on your way down when it's easy, then mm-hmm. you're literally just going to be, you can coast up and it's going to be much easier to get to the top. And then when that happened and now like our last ride. So guys, we went for a two hour bike ride yesterday and that there was one location in particular that I've, I've said, okay, by the end of summer, I want us to make it here. And we did that yesterday, minus I think a couple of kilometers because we drove a little bit ahead. So we didn't do the full thing, but I did not think I was going to make it that far. Never mind being on a bike for two hours. So <laughs> I, the amount of hills that were on this trail and that now I started putting that into practice. Like when you're going downhill, okay, just keep pedaling as hard as you can 
because you're going to make it up the hill now. And I, it actually worked. And so I wasn't as I wasn't huffing and puffing as I, as I did before. I wasn't like, I didn't lose momentum. Like I'm not saying that it wasn't hard, but I'm like, wow, like this is like a lesson that, that God is trying to teach me because when, after we've been through a trial or we've been through a difficult time, we just want to coast and say, okay, now I'm just going to like lie on the couch and chill out. Cause woo, man, that was tough work. And I, I made it, I'm good now. And that's literally when the enemy wants to show up after you just overcame something. Right. And so we can't just think that, okay, now we can coast. We have to keep putting that foot forward. We have to keep moving forward. Right. Because there's things that God is trying to teach us even in those easy seasons or even in those easy times, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So do you think anything more about what I just had to say? Or Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like um, the, you know, the COVID crisis that we just went through. Yeah. You know, we made it a purpose to come out better than the way we went in, you know, yeah. not just, yeah. not just um, spiritually, but also physically, you know, we yeah. wanted to make sure we came out looking better, you know, in mm-hmm. better shape. And we also wanted to came out um, spiritually, you know, closer to God and, and not, you know, you know, falling into the, the, the same trap that the world is f- falling into fear yes. and, 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 and hopelessness and all that stuff. And, right. and so we, we put, we, we prayed, we, we prayed more than we've ever prayed. We've read mm-hmm. more scriptures than we've ever read. Uh, you know, yeah. we, we fasted more than, more than we ever fasted before. And, and so, you know, that momentum that, that's built up during that difficult, during that season, we have to carry that, that has to carry, you know, carry through all seasons. You know, we can't yes, just let that yes. momentum, momentum drop, you know what I mean? Because if, 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 if you let it drop, then you have to, it's so much harder to go and try and pick it up and start over again. And then, you know what I mean? Rather than just maintain it, you know? Right, right. Yeah. No, that, that is so true. And like I've shared with them kind of even my difficulty with, uh, you know, eating healthy or dieting, what what everybody wants to call it. I I believe it has to be a lifestyle change. There's no other way because that's the same thing. Or sometimes you'll see people that will uh, just, they have the grit and they just have the willpower and they make it to their goal and then they gain back weight. And then some, and you're just like, wait, how did that Mm -hmm. ever happen? Like how Mm -hmm. in the world did it ever happen? It's because they didn't continue with that. So once they hit that goal, they just said, oh, now I can just relax. Uh, (laughs) Now now they start to pick up the bad habits, go back to some of the foods they're eating before. And now they think they can just chill. And before they know it, they've gained weight back. Hey, that'll preach right there, right? They just begin begin to pick up that weight, right? Because we can't stop. Right. Wait, when after we make it through that trial, that hard season, we can't stop. And I, right. I think that going through quarantine has showed us that we've unfortunately just, you know, seen people that we've, you know, worked with before quarantine. Some people have just kind of fallen by the wayside or mm-hmm. they just got too lax about it. And mm-hmm. um, and I we honestly, I thought we would have we could have easily fallen into that trap ourselves. I know like yeah, the first couple we of were. weeks. <laughs> we were falling. <laughs> yeah, like those first couple of weeks were like, oh, just watch Netflix. Like we we're treating it like it was Christmas vacation. Yeah, right? yeah. That's we were we chilling. And then I remember you said, hold up, hold up. We, we can't, can't do we this. Can't, we can't do this. And, yeah. and thank God for you, because maybe if it was up to me, I'm like, I might have still been on the couch. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> and, and if, that, if that is the story for you, if, if you're listening, like, okay, so that happened. So let, let's move past that and 
just decide that you're going to do better, decide that you're going to just get back on track. Right. And it's, right, right, right. And it's just with everything, like with reading the word, with praying. Um, and it also made me just think of that. We can't go by our feelings because right, right. if I went by my feelings, then probably most days I wouldn't even have gotten on the bike because I'm like, Oh man, I'm so sore from the last ride. And I realized yesterday I went further than I ever, ever gone before and not only that, but over our vacation time, we went on some really hard rides. Like yes, uh, there was there was one ride that we did in particular, which was a dream because I always had seen people throughout the years like taking this route. And it's River Road, which is in Niagara, between Niagara Falls and Niagara on the Lake. And that's, you know, an area that we grew up and we love it so much. So I've always seen people on that road I'm like, oh, one day, one day. Well, that day came and it happened to be what, like 40 with the humidity felt like 40, 40 degrees. degrees. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. It was hot. It was so hot that day. I mean, there was a breeze coming off all the water off the water, but it was hot. I think we saw a handful of people that day on the trail when normally there would have been a lot of people. So most people weren't even out there. And I remember like most of that ride, I felt horrible. Like, but I just had a goal in my mind. Like you just need to make it to this destination. It's going to be okay. So we made it to the destination and I honestly thought I was done. Like, I was going to say to Andre, can you go back, get the car, and then come and get me because <laughs> I can't make it back. And then we, we sat there for a little bit, rested up, drank some Gatorade. And then we came back. And as we were coming back, there was this amazing downhill area where the breeze was in our face. And literally, that just picked me up. And I'm like, okay. And we made it all the way back. And I think that day we did, what, like 19 kilometers? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, man, it just, that was another lesson. I'm like, wow, if I went by how I felt, I probably never would have like gotten on the bike in the first place. Cause I'm like, <laughs> it's too hot. I don't think I'm up for this. I'm on this ride with, you know, Andre, who's, you know, like I told you guys, a professional, but then also his dad was on the ride with us and his brother and his brother's pretty um, athletic as well. And so I'm like, I'm going to be like the last one. But guys, I, I maintained myself. I, <laughs> I was so proud. Like, wow, if I had quit like weeks ago, I never would have seen this dream come true, right? And so maybe to you guys, maybe that's not necessarily a big deal. I'm only sharing my journey with this because I feel like it applies to so many things, so many goals that we set that we just kind of don't go for because it ends up getting hard, right? And we just have to pray and ask God to give us the strength to endure and to get through. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And trust me, I pray that a lot. <laughs> I pray that so much. But I just also wanted Andre to share with you a little bit about, like he was talking to me today about even on the ride, because obviously like I'm getting a bit better, but I've obviously I started off pretty slow. And so uh, if he were riding by himself, he'd be able to like, you know, go ahead and do his thing. So do you remember like what you shared with me about that today? Of course. Of yeah. Course. So maybe you can share that with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, we went out, we probably our second time out riding and, you know, I, I had Zion with me and, you know, Cassandra was a little bit ahead of me and, you know, we're taking, you know, in my, in my opinion, it was, it was a little bit more breaks than I would, why I would have taken if I was, you know, if I was by myself, you know, and, and I just remember, I'm like, man, I'm not getting too much workout in my legs, you know, and, and, and just, you know, I'm like, why am I out here? You know, I'm not getting any exercise because Sandra's getting all the exercise, you know, and, I, <laughs> and I, I'm thinking, I'm like, I could just ride all the way to the end of the trail and turn around and come back and 
come and get her and then and then just keep going you know and just get my exercise in but you know as i was as i was thinking that i didn't say it i was just thinking it and it's like god just just dropped in my spirit you know the story of 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 jacob when when he met his brother esau for the second time and uh you know esau offered to to leave you know uh, a group of soldiers with, with with jacob to carry him on his way and and Jacob said, you know, um, I'm gonna, you know, paraphrasing, you know, I'm gonna hang back because the kids, and 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 you know, my carriage and my my family, they can't keep up keep up with the soldiers, you know. And if the soldiers walk too fast, you know, my my you know my my kids are probably gonna end up, you know, you know, burning out or getting tired or or whatever, you know. So I'll just stay back and I'll bring my family, you know, you know, on the way. And and God showed me that story and and. What God told me with that story is that, yes, you know, you can go ahead, you know, you know, Jacob can choose to go ahead or he could have chose to have the soldiers, you know, you know, lead them on the way. But, you know, it's it's not about me. It's not about getting my exercise in. It's about my family. It's about bringing my mm-hmm. family with me on this journey, you know, not just with cycling, but in every area of my life. You know, yes, there are some areas where I have, you know, advantage, so to speak, you know, and, and I could go ahead. But what is the point of that? You know, that's, that's not what God have me in a marriage for my, my purpose here. One of my purpose here is to bring my family with me, you know, to serve God together, you know, to be an right. example so they can see me, you know, and I remember just sitting there on the, on the right. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to take my time. And if I just keep, you know, keep, keep helping Cassandra and encouraging her and staying with her, you know, eventually she's going to get better and better and better. And pretty soon, hey, she might be able to to keep up with me and I, I'll start getting my exercise in that I want to. Right. So and, and, and sure enough, that day that they that they came and gone, you know, <laughs> but 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 I realized something valuable. You know, it, it's yes, I could have got my exercise that way that, that day, but I would have no fun. You would have no fun. You right. probably you might have give, given up a long time ago because I wasn't encouraging you, and and I made you look bad, you know. But because I, you know, I, I stuck with you, and I, and, you know, we kept the encouragement coming, and we rode together, we laughed together, we looked at, you know, the scenery around us, we greet people that were riding by and everything, and and made it fun. Right. You know, you're, you know, you're still, you know, you're enjoying it so much, and 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 you're still with it. You're stuck with it. You know what I mean? So I, yes. I realized something valuable, you know, that, that, you know, it's not always, you know, about getting ahead, getting ahead of, 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 of people, you know, it, it's right. Jesus Christ came, he came down into the lowest of low. He was born in a, in a horse trough, in a, in a manger, you know, a place that would in, infested with, with E. coli, it was infested with all kinds of, you know, germs and diseases. And he, he came that low to pick you and I up. You know, right. and, and, and to, you know, to cause us to be seated in heavenly places with, with, his, with, with Jesus, you know, and it's like it's, it's, it's the same principle that we're doing with each other. And, and in any area of our lives, if we're Christians, you know, that's what we do to people that are that don't know Christ. We're, right. we, we can't go on. We can't stay on a hilltop and call them yes. up to where we are. They'll, they'll, they'll be like, it's not relatable, but we got to mm-hmm. come down to the valley where they're at and, and reach out to them and, and, and give them a hand. And pick them up and and carry them up to up to, up to the up to the mountain where we're at, you know. And yes. and a preacher taught me this valuable lesson, and and it's 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 very it runs it runs in all these stories. But he said, you know, whenever you're you're speaking to a child, you know, don't 
speak to the child standing up and looking down on the child. He's like, bend your, go, mm. go on your knees and speak to the child from his level, you right. know? And I realized, oh my goodness, what you're doing is you're, you're going down to the, the child's level. You're being relatable. So you can bring him up to your level. Yes, you know, if you're trying to exactly. teach him a lesson or you're trying to teach him life skills, go down to his level and teach him in very simple, make it very right. plain, very simple so that you can, you can carry him, you know, you can carry him, pick him up, you know, and, and, and lead him in the way that he should go, you know, and, mm. you know, that's something, you know, I, I, I learned on a bike ride, you know, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always trying to learn, you know, learn, learn new things. And God taught me that. And I'm like, that's a key to, to every yes, area of life, you know, and, 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 and it's a treasure. So, yeah, that's some of the things I'm learning. Yeah, that's, no, that's <laughs> powerful. I, when Andre told me this, I, I said, I want for you to share this because it's just such a powerful thought, you know, like on this journey, it's mm-hmm. not, it doesn't just affect us. It affects those that we're closest to or and it can impact so many others. And um, I, I've shared with you guys, you know, so many times about living your purpose and your calling because it's not just for you right? It's to impact mm-hmm. others, to impact the world. And the world, meaning those people around you that are seeing what you're doing, like that's a testimony to so many, right? So live out the purpose that God has given you, the giftings that he's given you, use those for his kingdom and for his glory, right? And share that journey with others so that they can also reach that hilltop or that mountaintop as well, right? Like so that we're in this together. Well, babe, I thank you so much for joining me I, this is amazing. Season two, like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, you're very, you're very welcome. It was my, my pleasure, you know, yeah. only for you and oh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't lying. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I hope everybody, I hope that you enjoyed this, um, this episode today. And I look forward to all of the things I'm going to be sharing with you over this season, uh, season number two. So have a great one, guys. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye. I had so much fun today talking to my husband, Andre, and also letting you guys get to know him a bit better. I just wanted to share with you our song for this week. This is a song that has a lot of meaning to the both of us. It's our wedding song and also the song that I walked down the aisle to. And it's Made Away by Travis Green. And the song at the time, I think it just been out maybe for a few months. And as soon as we heard it, we knew this was a song for us. So if you have not heard it, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've already heard it, um, go ahead and listen to it again. Check it out on the Spotify list. Take care, guys. In season two of the Soul Songs and Shenanigans show, we have now created something called Creative Space. The purpose of this is to feature some of you, our listeners. So if you've been looking for a spot to share what you do, be sure to send us a message on Instagram under the Soul Songs and Shenanigans page. This is for a possibility to be featured on a future show. We look forward to hearing from you.